Let's open the precious Word of God this morning to Psalm 45. Psalm 45. Once in a while I get to share my favorite psalm with you, and I do so this morning. Although I'm not going to comment on it because time is precious today with all that we have planned for this first assembly, including the Lord's Supper. Psalm 45 is a summary of the Song of Solomon. If you look at the introduction written by the Hebrew scribes and translated over the first verse, you'll read the majesty and grace of Christ's kingdom. Then you'll see the Hebrew description to the chief musician upon Shoshanim for the sons of Korah, Maskell, a song of loves. So Psalm 45 is a love song. It's written by David, but it's not about David, and it's not about his son Solomon. It's about the Lord Jesus Christ. We know that because verses 6 and 7 are quoted by Paul in Hebrews chapter 1, and they are referring only to God. This isn't a mixture psalm where it's partly Solomon and partly Christ. This is all the Lord Jesus Christ. My comments are now, because we're going to read it, and that's all. I just want you to see the Lord Jesus Christ in this psalm. 17 verses about the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 1 is clearly an introduction where David explains the, for, the fashion of inspiration and how he knew these things and that he considered them good things about the coming king. Verse 17 is clearly a conclusion because David resorts to the first person again when he says, I will make thy name to be remembered. He's referring to the king of Psalm 45. There's only two parts to it. Verses 2 through 7 are a description of a conquering prince. Verses 8 through 16 is the royal lover. And we're being loved by the king. We're the church. We're the woman. We're the one clothed in raiment. We're the one that's beautiful within. We're the one that he greatly desires. It's unbelievable. This is the Song of Solomon brought together in 17 verses. So anyone who's thinking of having a date night with Jesus needs to like Psalm 45. And anyone else who loves Jesus, her Savior, needs to love Psalm 45. Yes, I'm doing a little sales job on Psalm 45. I love this psalm. It's a little different than the other Psalms, and so you might pass over it in your reading, but it's precious. So verse 1 is an introduction about how David was inspired to say these things about the king. Verse 17 is his promise, because of his excitement of what was inspired, that he wants to make it remembered forever about this king and his bride. Verses 2 through 7, the conquering prince. Verses 8 through 16, the royal lover, and the marriage of Christ and His church. Stand with me, please. Let's read this in unison. Psalm 45. My heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made touching the King. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Thou art fairer than the children of men. Grace is poured into thy lips. Therefore God hath blessed thee forever. Gird thy sword upon thy thigh, O most mighty, 
with thy glory and thy majesty. And in thy majesty ride prosperously because of truth and meekness and righteousness. And thy right hand shall teach thee terrible things. Thine arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies, whereby the people fall under thee. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. Thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness. Therefore God, thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. All thy garments smell of myrrh and aloes and cassia, out of the ivory palaces, whereby they have made thee glad. King's daughters were among thy honorable women. Upon thy right hand did stand the queen in gold of Ophir. Hearken, O daughter, and consider, and incline thine ear. Forget also thine own people and thy father's house. So shall the king greatly desire thy beauty, for he is thy Lord, and worship thou him. And the daughter of Tyre shall be there with a gift. Even the rich among the people shall entreat thy favor. The king's daughter is all glorious within. Her clothing is of wrought gold. She shall be brought unto the king in raiment of needlework. The virgins, her companions that follow her, shall be brought unto thee. With gladness and rejoicing shall they be brought. They shall enter into the king's palace. Instead of thy fathers shall be thy children, whom thou mayest make princes in all the earth. I will make thy name to be remembered in all generations. Therefore shall the people praise thee forever and ever. Amen and amen. David wrote the psalm in order for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, this conquering prince and the royal lover to be remembered in all generations and for the people to praise him forever and ever We are here this day to praise the Lord Jesus Christ 3,000 years after David penned these words. While standing, let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we bless and praise Thee, O Lord God, for having arranged and ordained and predestinated and planned a marriage for Your Son. We thank Thee for the drama of the universe playing out in the pages of Scripture and in history and in our lives. We thank Thee for calling us out of this world and making us the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We thank Thee that He is a conquering prince. But more than that, we thank Thee that He is our royal and divine lover, that He greatly desires us that you have made us beautiful to him and to thee by his perfect righteousness. We thank thee for the clothing of raiment and needlework 
that you have put over us the shining righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank thee that thou hast brought us unto him. O Lord, no man can come unto thee except the Father which hath sent Jesus Christ would draw him. You have drawn us to yourself and to your Son, and we love him. We thank thee this day for the Lord Jesus Christ, who sits at thy right hand, ruling with a rod of iron, dashing the nations in pieces, supreme over all creation, the angels being subject unto him. He is the head of our church and its cornerstone, and we are thankful that a king, by the Spirit of the living God, is among us today, and within us today, and will dwell with us forever. We are blessed as your children, and we thank the Holy Father for every good thing that you have planned for us and given to us through Christ Jesus our Lord. This day, we want to lift Him up I pray, Heavenly Father, by the spirit of illumination and revelation, that you will turn every heart in this assembly toward thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, that they would forget the foolish things of this life and the cares of this world and think upon the glory of this Prince, who is the Prince of the Kings of the Earth. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for making us kings and priests unto thyself through Jesus Christ our Lord. We pray that you would so bless every assembly of saints that together will meet this day in sincerity and in truth to worship thee. We thank thee for our nation and we pray for you yet to preserve it for our sakes. We thank thee for the word of God and we delight in its every word especially these words right here that were dictated to David about the good matter of the King, Jesus. We thank you, Heavenly Father, and we pray that this day in our hearts and in our minds, being expressed by our lips and our lives, Jesus Christ will be exalted. Reveal your Son to us more perfectly and let us be living epistles of Him to all others. Bless us now as we sing your praise and as we come together as a body of believers to worship Thee and our Savior. Heavenly Father, forgive us our sins. Forgive us our sinfulness. Forgive us the weakness of our flesh. And know that in the spirit of our minds, we worship Thee unfettered in our new man. We love Thee. We thank Thee for the Lord Jesus Christ and the deliverance that we have from these wretched bodies. Grant us a measure of thy Holy Spirit now that we have never had before to stir us up, to enliven our hearts and minds, and to show us your Son as we worship him. We pray in his name, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> 